Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. In 2014, a failed stand-up comic entered a contest called The Hunt for the Host. He did not win. Later, he was joined by an underperforming Oregon State fullback with a community college degree. These men, neither having earned the position and possessing no real skills, continue on as radio personalities. If you have nothing better to do on a Saturday morning, and if you can find them, maybe you can hear The Sinner and the Saint. Starring Luke Anderson. Get on, we got on a, uh, we got on a gentleman's clubs. Oh. How do you like those? Oh, hey, I'm ready for Mickey Mouse now. It is now devolved into that. And Will Darkens. Ear or eye? Where do you want it? On 1080 The Fan. Yeah. Welcome into the Sinner and Saint Best of Edition. This is hour two. If you missed the best of best of hour one go to the radio.com app and check it out we've podcasted you can also go to 1080thefan.com or anywhere that you get your podcast now in the good versus evil segment that uh, we just went over in uh hour one uh, i mentioned something about the nba playing in orlando to finish out their 2019 2020 season there actually is an update coming out of the nba this morning and this is according to a league official, uh, Mike Bass, who says that the NBA has entered into an exploratory conversation with the Walt Disney Company about getting the remainder of the season going. So it looks like this is becoming more and more serious. That's, uh, yes, the NBA might just resume their 2019-2020 season in the wild world of sports globe that is uh, Disney World. Some thoughts on the fan text line. Somebody giving me a uh, nice correction here. Get your facts right. Major League Baseball gets 40% of the revenue from their gate. Well played, sir. Thank you. Somebody also asking if we were going to talk any Patrick Ewing. Sorry. It's uh, a best of show. So I guess maybe I can keep mentioning Patrick Ewing in these little breaks. But keep those thoughts coming on the fan text line 55305. You can also vote on the Sinner and Saint poll question on our Twitter handle at Sinner Saint 1080. What is the best movie of the year 1990? So far, Goodfellas is basically crushing anything else. But let's get to another good best of segment here. Now, with the whole COVID crisis, what happened with a lot of announcers, uh, play-by-play announcers, was that, well, they were out of work and they couldn't practice what they love to do on a daily basis. And so... Instead of going to empty stadiums and talking to a mic for nobody, they started to do play-by-play of, well, just everyday life events. For the win, put out a bracket for you to vote on uh, that broke down your favorite broadcasters. They broke it up into four different regions. You had your play-by-play, sideline, pundits, and analysts. I don't know if this is that big of an upset, but a four seed won the whole thing out of the play-by-play bracket, and your winner is Al Michaels. Performance was based on voting. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. 
So Al Michaels is uh, your favorite uh, sports broadcaster. Uh, Aaron Andrews, uh, the one seed in the sideline uh, bracket, took on Al Michaels for the championship. Whoa. And Michaels ran away with Aaron it. Aaron Andrews got one? She was a one seed in the sideline reporters. Dude, throw Michelle Tafoya up there. Well, I'll tell you. Let's see where uh, old Michelle Tafoya was. Whoa. Oh, uh, see, this is where it's up. Not Michelle even on Tafoya, there, huh? not even, I don't even see her on there. See, that's BS. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we'll just throw I this. I think Michelle Tafoya is the perfect mix of being able to relay information, be a true reporter, while still serving her purpose, which is, hey, this whole staff is dudes. We need a woman in here. Aaron There's Andrews, your one seed. Maria Taylor, your two seed. Pam Oliver, your three seed. David Faraday, your four seed. Five seed was Tom Rinaldi. Uh, six Ooh, seed. I'd throw Tom up there higher. Yeah. Uh, and who's the woman from ESPN again? She was like two. Can you Maria know? Taylor. Maria Ta- yeah, Maria Taylor I'd throw up higher too. Uh, Tra- I-, I might even put Maria Taylor one. She's well, she two seed. Tracy Wolfson uh, was a six seed. Your seven seed was uh, Lisa Salters. And uh, Holly Rowe, your eight seed. About, uh, um, you, also, you also had a pundits. Uh, the winner of your pundit bracket was Dan Levitard. Uh, he was a five seed. Now, what is a uh, pundit? Steve C, uh, Stephen A. Smith. Uh, these are talking heads. Uh, like Stephen, a, Stephen A. Smith. Yes, we would be pundits. Stephen A. Smith was your one seed. He was upset by list? eight seed Colin Cowherd. Are we on the list? Uh, I was a six seed. I was a little disappointed with that. Where was I? Uh, you didn't make them. I didn't make them. Mm. Uh, and out of the analyst uh, analyst side of the bracket, uh, Tony Romo, your winner. Yeah, that's easy. Okay. Now that's all sports, right? That is. These are all. Yes, of all sports. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. Tony Romo, huh? Yep. So now play by play, I'm surprised Kevin Harlan didn't get higher. Uh, Kevin Harlan was a five seed, and uh, he took on Michaels in the first round. That was a tough matchup. See, I think that's kind of BS, too, yeah, because well. I think it's those two, one and two. I, I really do in terms of play-by-play. Think of all the other play-by-play guys you have out there. Breen sucks. He, yeah. He's literally just white noise. Yep. Um, you know, Joe Buck is Joe Buck. Joe Buck, two seed. Jim Nancher, oh, one seed. See, that's bull crap. Mike Joe Breen, Buck is a five. Mike Breen, three seed. Ah. I know. And then Al Michaels, four. Kevin Harlan, five. What the hell Gus is this? Gus Johnson was a six seed. This is for the win. I would like to make two submissions that did not make it onto this. We did this earlier in the week when I was filling in with Dusty and Cam. Uh, Josh Lewin, well, this all started with Joe Buck. Joe Buck offered to do at-home broadcasting. You send him a video. Joe Buck, I will tell you right now, was terrible. I looked at some more videos that he did this week. Joe Buck is mailing it in. He's not doing a good job broadcasting these. There are two guys that I now love that need to be on this bracket. One is Josh Lewin who is the play-by-play man for UCLA football, basketball, and uh, calls games for the Boston Red Sox. And Josh Lewin has been at home. I'll let you pick your favorite, uh, Will, of the Josh Lewin clips because these are fantastic. Will you join me live outside St. Nicholas Church and it's pigeon dressage that has our attention for the next few moments. Uh, And our focus is drawn to this man, runner-up last year, of course, and hoping this year to go one better and claim top spot. And you can tell he's been preparing for this for a long time. He's got two standard legs and and all of his toes, so vastly unlike most of the crackhead pigeons you see around these parts. And you can see how keen he is to disassociate himself from the rest, but occasionally blending in momentarily as they feast on, is it rice, seed, probably vomit, what comes up must go down. Disgusting. 
That was not Josh Lewin. That was Nick Heath, who is now my all-time favorite. Uh, Nick Heath is is broadcasting live. He's just sitting there with his iPhone, standing behind it, broadcasting a big flock of pigeons sitting around eating. Could be rice. Could be seed. It's probably vomit. What goes up must get fantastic. All um, right, I got Josh Lewin one okay. for you, and this one is uh, for play-by-playing a commercial. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, daytime television commercials with Josh Lewin. Judge Judy Marathon underway in the omnipresent M. Gallaty commercial is on. This one featuring the caring mom and daughter who should be maybe five to participate in these upcoming wacky shenanigans. But the casting director has made a curious call to cast someone closer to 12. Sneaking by the dragon, possibly on the way to junior prom. They will leap. They will stick the landing. Giggling in bed together. Mom not worried at all about her intermittent migraines anymore. Crown in place. High fives exchanged. A mother-daughter moment. Checking the graphics, 60% success against 39% who took the placebo. Marching back upstairs now. And, oh, they've got the dog involved. This is hilarious. This is effective. Everyone loves M. Gality, otherwise known as Galcon Ezumab. <laughs> Judge. Oh, Josh Lewin is uh, getting more and more bored. He also has play-by-play of a palm tree. I don't know if you have that one up, but that one delighted me. Here's uh, Josh. No one allowed. Josh Lewin, uh, just looking at a palm tree across the street and broadcasting play-by-play. No one allowed on the beach in California, so we look across the street to focus on this 18-foot palm tree. Note the standard number of fronds. We label them 1 through 7, going left to right. Wind out of the south at 8 miles an hour. Nice start for frond number 2. A gentle sway left to right. Little pickup now on the far side of the tree with frond number 6 in a bit of a shimmy. And oh, look at the push from number 5 right now. Undulating branch. Leaves all leaning out wistfully as if to invite us into the dance. This is nature. This is textbook. Get outdoors. Bored out of your skull. Videotape a palm tree. Nature! <laughs> I think that perfectly sums up how I feel about 3 o'clock. Every day at home during COVID-19. Josh Lewin, you are my new favorite sports broadcast. Well, not sports broadcaster. Uh, life broadcaster. Life broadcaster. Uh, Josh Lewin, if you haven't uh, discovered him on Twitter, there are tons more and they're pretty fantastic. I think also one of the interesting things that you can just tell with that, that I've always thought in uh, comparison to American play-by-play broadcasters and European, mm-hmm. is that Europeans like to fill up more air i've got one more with nikki that i sent over to you do you have the bees pollinating the flowers all right here's here's nikki one more from our uh, english comrade uh uh nick heath well you join me live for the honey harvest marathon and the competition this year as intense as ever we've had the a-league event this is the b team and they're well absolutely buzzing to be back many of us limited of course on filling our boots at the shops but well these guys are really going for it pollen after pollen flower after flower and my goodness there are quite a lot of them aren't there um i'm not insured against an anaphylactic shock oh god <laughs> the b jokes at the beginning are terrible but the realization that he's not insured against anaphylactic shock amuses me to no end but you know what i mean though right with like europeans like they they fill air to make it more like a conversation where the american play-by-play guys it's more like they it's more like they are in fact relaying news to you which is interesting because more like with with nick it was more like I'm just sitting in the room with him, and we're talking about it, and he's just kind of explaining a few things. Sure. Well, there's also an element, and you can hear in Lewin's, too, that there's there's a different cadence for a baseball broadcast, too. If you've mm. ever listened to Vin Scully, there is a, a 
exchange between storytelling and keeping up on what's happening in it because baseball does not have as much action. Whereas, especially for television broadcasts with football, it's there's what just happened. We'll get over to our analysis now, and then we'll go back to the next play. More moving a, parts. Well, there's, But there's also a certain uh, rhythm to it where in, in baseball, uh, you don't know at any time action can start or you can just, you know, move on to the next pitch. So, you know, I don't know how many, what the percentage of pitches that are swung at or put in play is necessarily, but you kind of have to be ready at any moment to jump into some action in baseball, but you also have to be ready to go back to your story as well. So, anyways. From the text line, uh, sideline reporters need to go away. They add nothing to the broadcast. That coming from Dave, and the only thing I would have to say is sometimes sideline reporters are incredibly attractive, and, well, that's awesome. Other times, I can totally agree with you, the fact that sideline reporters don't do much, especially with, like, injury reports, because I feel like they never get enough information. Really, the most, I don't know, earth-shattering thing injury reporters on the sideline can find out is just that, well, they're not coming back in the game. And most of the time, you kind of figure, well, yeah, that's the case. You are listening to a best-of edition of the Center in the Saint right here on 1080 The Fan coming up next. We're going to revisit the story of me having a complete freakout on an older man uh, in the grocery store during these very difficult times. Also, we'll get back into a, a couple of movie conversations Luke and I had. And then finally, my brother and I will tell you what you need to watch this Memorial Day weekend if you're not out spending it with your family. Again, best of edition. Center and Saint, right here, 1080, The Fan. That's right, Guy Fieri. It is so good. And this is a so good edition of the best of Sinner in St. Will Darkens here with you on a Saturday of your Memorial Day weekend. I hope everybody out there is spending time with their families, getting out and safely socially distancing and kind of having a good time, man. Sometimes you got to recharge with a uh, three day weekend. Uh, as I had said before in the show, Text us, 55305 is the better you, or I'm sorry, the fan text line. Let me know what you're up to this Memorial Day weekend. Also, we have a poll at Sinner Saint 1080 on Twitter. Trying to figure out what the best movie of 1990 is. Now, I know a lot of you are going to have your own opinions of, uh, you know, what's a great movie of that year. I gave you four choices. Goodfellas, Total Recall, Days of Thunder, and Home Alone. Of course, Goodfellas, uh, 53%. Home Alone, though, just starting to kind of get a little bit of traction. 26% of people say, yeah, that's my favorite movie of the start of the 1990s. But let's get back into some of my favorite clips of the show. This one in particular really has a special place for me. I uh, hate going to the grocery store during this time of the coronavirus. And that sediment was felt no greater than the time that I went to the ice cream section to try to get something. And I got into an altercation with an older man. Now this story gets confirmed later in the segment by none other than my beautiful wife, Megan or whoever. And yeah. well, I think I can relate to your daughter's COVID panic moment because I too have the attention of a three-year-old attention sure. span. Who was on the golf show today? The what? Yeah. Um, so I was at the grocery yesterday. You know, my wife and I were uh, we're taking one day a week to go to the grocery and just pack up on stuff. Okay. Yeah, I'm going after this show. I'm getting my bandana on, ready yeah. to face mask cover. Yeah, you look like Road Warrior. Thank you. That's what I was going it's for. It's not a good thing. 
What? You look like the guy with the mask with his shirt off who's buffed out and yeah. going to take justice into his own hands. I don't I don't know if you want to put that vibe If out I'm wearing the bandana over my face, I'm yeah. allowed to go shirtless? I bet you can. That's a whole other conversation. Again, I bet well, if you went into a grocery store now shirtless, nobody says anything to you. But, just show up shirtless wearing yeah. the bandana. Everybody's too freaked out to touch or talk to anybody. They'll just be like, just ignore him just. and get our groceries. <laughs> At least he's covering his face. His armpits are out. I can see his nipples, but. At least he's not out in his pants like that other guy. <laughs> Here comes dark in the that face guy. Of Yikes. Yeah. I was at the grocery anyway. the other day, and uh, I was, you know, walking around getting groceries. And Is that thing to do there? I go down the fri- uh, freezer aisle. What grocery store are you at? Uh, a grocery store. What is it? Is it Fred Meyer's where it's an all-purpose store? Is it a Costco? Where it's one of the local grocery stores. Gotcha. So that uh, make no, no, sure. You're fine. You, you know. don't have to say exactly which one because I know you're going to incriminate yourself here because you're freaked out. So I'll go. I go to a grocery store, right? And I go down to the freezer aisle because we decided that we want to get ice cream. Now, we wanted to get ice cream. And before we went, we said, okay, let's make a list of everything that we want, very specific, so that we get in and get out. We just, we know what we want, we get it, and we leave. Just got my list texted by the wife. There you right go. Right there with the ice creams on the list. Pretty excited about it myself. I walked down the freezer aisle. And I'm going to get some ice cream, and I look over, and there's this older gentleman who looks like he's not taking too many precautions, and he's standing by the freezer, and he opens the door, and he just sits there for, like, two minutes. With the door open? Like, two actual runtime minutes just sitting with the door open looking at ice cream. How's he going to pick? Yeah, look through the glass. I had irrational anger because I go, dude, it's ice cream. Just pick one and get the F out. Like, and you're what are you doing? Six, you're standing six feet back waiting yes. to grab your ice cream. I can't grab anything until you do it. So just go. Yes. And you freaked out on him. Well, I, I minorly freaked out. So I'm sitting there <laughs> waiting for him. And I'm just like, dude, if you haven't decided what ice cream is, I mean, if we're even outside of a pandemic, two minutes real runtime of deciding what ice cream you want. Absurd. Absurd. So I'm sitting six feet back. I'm looking at the guy. I'm getting more pissed by the minute, and there's two of them, so double pissed. And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I just, I snap. I effing <laughs> lose it. I walk up to him. I get a brisk walk up there, and I stay about maybe three feet back from him. I go, excuse me, I need to grab something in that freezer. Could you please move? He turns around looks at me. Like somebody pulled a gun on him. He's like, what? Were you, what? Wear, were you wearing your food service gloves that you're wearing right now? Yes. Okay. He's like, what? Huh? <laughs> and I go, I want to grab that ice cream. Could you please move? He's like, oh. Yeah. Sidesteps himself out of the way. I grab my ice cream. I put it in the cart and I leave. And then he went my right back to My wife is pissed at me is how this ends. Okay. Because well, she yeah. goes, you're, so, you're showing zero empathy for people. And I go, yeah, you, you bet your ass I'm showing zero empathy. <laughs> Like, it's, it's friggin' road war here out there, dude. I just want my ice cream, and I want to go. I don't want people coughing on stuff, touching stuff. Save yourself! Save yourself! We'll just running through, holding the ice cream like a football. Ah! Yeah. Fullback days, just going into... She goes, you don't need to be rude. And I go, I don't think I was being rude. I was being assertive. <laughs> you Which don't know the difference, and then... Yeah. yeah. Which is my favorite excuse, really, for, yeah, like, anything. For being a total jerk. Yeah, whenever you're a total D, like, saying that, no, I was not, I was assertive, is, is a go-to.
And in that instance, I was incredibly assertive. <laughs> incredibly assertive. Well, well done. Well done, Anya. I mean, am I wrong? Yeah. Just what? Yes. Yeah, you're wrong. Why is he sitting there? Why can't you just choose? What? Was he touching all the ice creams? He was getting close. But he didn't. But he was like, he was he was close to it. Was he just coughing into the open freezer? <laughs> Then you could have a different reaction. He's just sitting there just hacking up a lot. <laughs> all over that. And then closes it, turns around. Well, I'm done here. You read a story a few weeks ago about uh, a guy that went and licked the ice cream and got arrested for it. Licked it, put it back, circled around the store, came back, bought the same ice cream, and then got arrested. Yeah. If he did that, yeah, you could have been mad. And you knew that story because you read it. I realize you probably forgot that you read that story because the short attention span. What? Yeah. You want to hear my COVID-19 update? Sure. The next door neighbor family all has COVID-19. That sucks. Yeah. Directly south, our next door neighbor, they all have it. My wife is out in the front, and somebody walks up to the front door, leaves a bag. I believe it's uh, one of the parents' mothers, so grandma, grandpa. Some adult. Yep. Go up, leave a bag from Target on the front door run back to their car, make a phone call, sit there to make sure that the phone call goes through. Mm. Old man comes out, grabs the bag, sees Sharon out in the front yard, waves. Hey, did you hear? My wife goes, uh, hear what? We all got it. And he's all, like, excited. Yeah, we all got it. So the whole family, I don't know, three or four kids, family of five, maybe six. Yeah, they all have it. Gross. Yeah. So, I mean... We shouldn't be saying that because statistically they've told us that, like, at some point, 70% of us will get it. This was the first person that I know and interact with on a eh, semi-regular basis. It's, you know, a couple times a month. It's like, give them the, hey, oh, stuff. But you don't, the, like, yeah, we're not, go to their house nah. or kiss them or anything. Never been in the house. I've uh, taken packages over that have been uh, misdelivered. Oh, you're oh. compromised. Yeah. How long ago was that? Oh, six months ago. Should I get tested? You might. Well, yeah. well you can't. But. I mean, I, <laughs> they got tested. They all got tested and have it. I talked to somebody else on well, the phone. Well, because six of them rolled in coughing. And I'm the just hospital saying. is probably like, oh, gosh, they definitely yeah. have it. So there you go. Uh, um, Will had an uh, incident at the uh, grocery store where he started screaming at people and uh, flailing and going into full panic mode. Uh, at least that's the way I'd like to believe the story went. Uh, but Will's telling a tamer version of it, so we're bringing Megan on uh, to tell uh, our fans uh, exactly what Will is like in public. <laughs> Megan, thanks for, thanks for jumping on. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm, I am fantastic. Uh, this is the one day of the week that I'm allowed out of the house, so I'm going to do all my grocery right. shopping today, so I'm going to try to avoid um, you know, freaking out on anybody. So in, in your words, don't let Will influence you at all here. Tell us exactly what happened in the ice cream aisle uh, the other day. At the it's okay, store. honey. Tell them what happened. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, I was going to say you might want to avoid the ice cream aisle because that's a, a very high tension aisle at the grocery. So um, anyway, so, you know, I came around the corner. I was said to Will, you go pick the ice cream. I'm going to get whatever, and I'll meet you in the ice cream aisle. So I come around the corner, and I see Will standing behind an elderly man. Elderly? On... Yes. Good. He was probably like. 70-something. Sure. And, you know, he's standing behind him pretty, like, you know, aggressively, I would say, just, you know, <laughs> intim intimidating him. Just his and... posture. So he hasn't even said anything. Just his posture is aggressive towards an elderly man. 
Yeah. Okay. And yeah. And so, um, so I walk up and he's just standing there in silence and I'm like, Hey, you're going to grab the ice cream. Like, you know, which one we want. What are you waiting for? And this little old man is like, you know, figuring out what he wants to get. He hasn't made his mind up yet. He's like looking at his options. And then Will all of a sudden just says, excuse me, I'm going to grab this ice cream, get barges in front of this guy, grabs it, and storms off down the ice cream aisle. Right, let's, let me see well, this. What was the guy's reaction? You know, I wasn't really gauging his reaction. I was more just focused on Will storming off down the aisle. Um, but, you know, I, I imagine he was kind of, you know, taken aback by it. See, here's the thing. Megan, I I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". Like, he was a big old man. He he was intimidating himself. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, part of the 1974 uh, retirement class from the NBA. Bulky old man. Bulky, okay. I think he he did uh, Pilates. Ooh, watch out. Uh, Yeah, well, he looks frail. So, so is Will is Will freaked out on anybody else? How's he handling this whole uh, stay at home, stay safe? Because he, he's trying to act like he's cool with it, but he's wearing uh, restaurant serving uh, gloves <laughs> over everything. It, he's a total nutcase about this, isn't he? Yeah. Does he have his mask on? No, he's not wearing a mask right now. Oh, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So you know, I think at home he's doing pretty good, but it's just leaving the house. You know, because we go to. Um, Aloha High School every day to go work out on the track, and he, that's another place that he gets very, like, upset when people get too close to him. Does he wear a mask to work out in? No, not yet. Not yet. Just a matter of time. (laughs) There were these two girls Um, that were jogging next to us, and they were on their phones taking pictures of themselves or or TikToking or whatever, and they were in the middle lane. Unbelievable. Right? Yeah. yeah. There's two yeah, people okay. jogging next to each other outside right now, and he's about to have an aneurysm. Well, Megan, <laughs> Megan, thank you for coming on and clarifying that uh, cool. Will is indeed a psycho. Yes, he is. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, that's Will's wife giving us a little insight. Will trying to play it cool for the Saturday show, but um, he, listen, man, he he's uh, he's paranoid. I've gotten better since then, by the way. I'm not so paranoid when I go to the grocery store. Though I will say I do get bothered when during the coronavirus pandemic, people just sit in front of coolers and just sit. They don't move. And I'm wondering, just pick. Anyway, I digress. Coming up next, we'll get into a little bit more of our movie talk. Uh, Luke and I found a poll online that we severely disagreed with, and then it caused me to make a... uh, What some listeners thought was an egregious statement about a fan favorite movie. But uh, now let's get some news. No Luke Anderson today. He's off with his family. I think camping. I don't know. I'm just going to assume that. I I think he gave me a BS excuse to just take the weekend off. But, you know, everybody deserves a little time off. It's the best of edition, Sinner and the Saint. On this Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. Coming up next, my brother's going to join the show via phone and tell you what you need to watch, what you need to stream this weekend to uh, try to either avoid your family or get out of bad weather. Looking outside right now, it's eh, a little cloudy. Hoping the sun comes out pretty soon. 
Well, let's resume with some of the best clips of the past couple months that we've had here on this show. I want to get into one where Luke and I found this poll about certain movies. And there was one in particular that I started to really, really crap on. And the listeners were, well, just not having it. So you know what I'm watching right now? I think I said that in the wrong order. Um, Right now on the TV in the little tiny room that you're in? Yeah. uh, Cooking. NBA 2K. Are you really? Yeah, it's Devin Booker versus uh, some dude whose name I really can't pronounce. So this is the replay? Yeah, it's the replay of the replay. The replay of the video game matchup between. I have not succumbed to watching NBA 2K live on ESPN played by actual NBA players yet. Yeah, it's uh, it's just about as entertaining as you might think. It's not. Is it possible? Is it possible to pretend to play and then have somebody else on an off-site location, little brother, uh, nerd in a basement, play for you? And you set it up like you're like, oh, yeah, totally logged in. And then you have the stream of it on Twitch. Is there any possibility that Devin Booker wins this whole thing and he was cheating the whole time and it was like his cousin who's like a, a gamer and plays for one of the NBA 2K leagues wins the whole thing? Would that be that's the only way this ends that I'm entertained at all? And then you like screw up and you're eating a sandwich. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm to <laughs> they go back, but you're just talking trash. But you're pretending to make the moves and you've got like a ringer in there. That's the only way I see this ending in any sort of entertaining fashion. We find out like months later. Now they're playing just so everybody understands. There's a hundred thousand uh, dollar prize that will go to the charity of their choice. So there is. Some good in this, but wouldn't it be great if they cheated for their charity? Well, see, this is you saying it if you didn't like NBA 2K, which I'm going to guess you probably don't like this game. I, honestly, honestly, yeah. to say that I don't like it would be unfair. I am indifferent to it. I have no opinion about the video game whatsoever. Okay, so I you don't not, like it. I have not seen NBA 2K, and this I think is accurate. The last time I played NBA 2K was in the year 2K. I think I played in 2000 in a dorm room at the University of Portland, and I played for about three minutes and went, this is dumb, set down the controller and left to go play ping pong or foosball because in the area there was uh, ping pong and foosball. And if you're in, like, the main area of a college dorm, girls walk by. Mm -hmm. And if you're in some dude's sweaty dorm room, Mm -hmm. there's no girls walking by. And I didn't go to that school went there to hang out and wasn't hanging out in right. some dude's room. So your strategy to get college chicks was to go play ping pong. <laughs> Did it ever work? No, God no. no of course God it didn't. Work. Well, and they went, they went, oh, you go here. I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, all right. See you later. But I talked to him, talked to him for a brief minute. And that was awesome. Now, have you gotten uh, the, uh, the uh, joke text? Of the guy who's naked. Uh, the one that you showed me? Yeah, the one I sent you. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know that I did. I, apparently that's a thing now. That like I'm seeing it on Twitter, too. People are posting, not the guy, but just like above the way. I just to let listeners you... know, it's basically you, you trick somebody by texting them this link to like some type of coronavirus thing. You can say like, oh, my gosh, take a look at this interactive map of people who are infected or whatever. And then you click on the link, and the link leads you to a uh, a naked man 
uh, sitting on a bed who is incredibly well endowed. And uh, I, I wasn't that impressed. And then you get, uh, yeah, it's tricked. You've been had. Yeah, it's like it's like the old like stare at this empty room gag. Do you remember that one where it's like stare at this empty room and see if you can see the ghost, and then all of a sudden it jumps in with like the the screeching sound and like some actual monster on the screen. Yeah, and everybody used to freak out about it. It's like that, except for with a yeah a naked guy. Yeah, yeah, who's who's very so who's what, very naturally talented. Like I said, I wasn't that impressed, but. Why, why do you bring this up? Jealousy. Because I'm seeing it on Twitter. A bunch of people are doing it. And you haven't gotten more of those? No. The only one I have is from you. Um, I did put up a Twitter poll today. Okay. So KGW put out an article. Ten uplifting movies to watch while you're at home. Okay. And these are all movies that were made or feature the natural beauty of Oregon. Oh, all right. Yeah. So, so I'm sure the Goonies is on there, right? Well, yeah. So the four that I picked from the list. I can right, go Kindergarten through. Cop's on there? Kindergarten Cop, not on there. And oh. I don't know if it's because it's not available on streaming services, but the ones that they put on the list uh, are Missing Link, which is made right here in Oregon, mm-hmm. uh, Hillsboro at Leica Studios. Okay. Uh, Wild, which is the Reese Witherspoon uh, movie, uh, based movie. on based on the book. Good movie. Stand By Me, which is on Amazon Prime, if you're wondering. Uh, All the Boys I Loved is a 2018 movie that's on Netflix, which I've never seen and don't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. The 1993 classic Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, which is on Amazon Prime and features cuts of the Columbia River Gorge. Also solid uh, family movie. Yeah, 1985's The Goonies on on, on Amazon Prime. Yeah, go ahead and continue, but I'll circle back to that. Free Willy is on Hulu. The Box Trolls, available on Vudu, another Leica film. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Twilight Films are available on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. And that's your list of 10. Oh, I I skipped Animal House, which is shot on the uh, campus of uh, University of Oregon. Mm. So what I did was I turned it into a a question for the Twitterers out there, and it says, which of the following movies have you watched the most times? Okay. Animal House, Mm. Stand By Me, Free Willy, which had I thought of it, because it wasn't on the list, would have replaced with Kindergarten Cop, which one astute Twitterer uh, alerted me to, uh, or the movie Goonies. And mm-hmm. right now, Goonies in the lead with 46.7% of the vote, followed uh, by Animal House, 33% of the vote, Yeah, Stand By Me with 20% of the vote. And this one, I assumed would be your choice. Mm-hmm. Free Willy currently has no one voting for it as having seen it the most times. See, now I would have picked Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, that's why I said I should. I didn't know, but I looked at the list and I went, there's probably some kid that loved Free Willy out there that is now an adult and isn't very proud of it, but watched Free Willy a million times. Let me go ahead and just lay this down so we can just address it and then we'll get over it so we don't have to harp on it all show. Please. Goonies is a garbage movie. Mm. It, it's garbage. It's literally mm. a garbage movie. Mm. And I'm tired of people holding it up mm. to be like, Oh my gosh, it's such a great movie. I'm 35 years old and I love this movie so much. You loved that movie when you were 12 yes. years old. Yes, you did. Shut up about it. No one cares about the truffle shuffle. Okay. No one cares about exposing childhood obesity back in the 80s. <laughs> Give me a break. That movie sucks. I watched it start to finish actually a couple months ago. Yeah. Because I never watched it start to finish. It was one of those movies, sure. right? Yep. Um, Back to the Future used to be that for me. Like, I'd seen every scene of it, but I've never, never actually sat down and watched it. Yeah. 
sat down and watched it. Yeah. And there were three moments where I was just like, can I just turn this off, please? Yeah. Can I just shut this stupid movie up about a bunch of Pacific Northwest kids who are bored and are going on some journey where they find some deformed guy? Yeah. Who's chained to a wall in a ba- hidden basement. Yeah. So not weird at all, right? No. Goonies, no. Goonies lives entirely on the power of nostalgia. I, yes. I will give you that. I won't say it's a garbage movie, but I will agree it's not a great film. There is no way that that should be on anybody's best movies of all time. It can be on your favorite movies of all time, but it cannot be on your best movies of all time. No. List. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Stand too. By Me was that way because I never watched Stand By Me as a kid. We had this argument yeah. that ran through high school, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was the better movie, Stand By Me or Goonies. And I was always a Goonies kid, and I had never seen Stand By Me, so I didn't really have a vote in the argument. So then finally one day I'm like, all right, I'll watch Stand By Me. And I watched it, I'm like, oh, that movie kind of sucked. And everybody's like, how could that suck? And I'm like, that just wasn't a very good movie. But had I watched that as many times as watched Goonies when I was a kid, I'm sure I would have had a very different opinion of that movie. And yes. Here's the enduring quality of Stand By Me is the narrator and the overall message of the actual story. There is sure. no overall message to Goonies. One-Eyed Willie. How's that not an actual message? When they take out the eye patch and he never even had an eye? It's not like he lost his eye. There was no eye socket. On the, uh, down here, it's our time. Our time. Our time. Down, down, down here. here. Yeah, we get it's it. Childhood time. innocence. Yeah. That was it. That was the whole movie. Hey. It was literally discovery hey. and childhood innocence. And Cindy Lauper. Stand By Me actually has the whole theme of like growing up. And the, all the events that happened to you as a kid affect who you are in the future. Goonies was literally about making fun of a fat kid and finding somebody who was chained up in a suit. They also made fun of an Asian kid. You remember also Pretty in Pink? Uh, I did see Pretty in Pink on a list of movies that they could not make uh, today. Yeah. yeah. Well, the whole yeah. racist Asian thing. Yeah. Also, uh, Short Circuit 2, pretty, uh, pretty strong on that list. Revenge yeah, of the are, Nerds was yeah. the number one on that list, which because a little rapey. Um, oh right, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So short circuit too. I always forget the main character was played by a white guy who, yeah. uh, Jewish guy. Oh, oh I'm sorry, right? a Jewish guy who played an Indian guy. Yeah, yeah. Stevenson, Indian yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, those were the '80s. So, anyways, your feel good movies. You can vote uh, at Sinner and Saint 1080 on the old uh, interwebs. Well, you can't necessarily vote right now because this is a best of show. But I stand by that statement. The fact that Goonies sucks. Not a great movie. Coming up next, my brother joins me to tell us what to watch over the weekend. You are listening to a best of edition of The Center and the Saint right here on 1080 The Fan. Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is gone? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for What to Watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore's showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel. Avid television viewer, Will Darkins. And increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson. And are here to tell you what to watch. Literally, 
It's what to watch on the Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Anderson is not here to be on the esteemed panel, but Will Darkins is. And to join Will Darkins, of course, referring to myself, is the older brother of Will Darkins, Andy. Seth, bro. Happy to be here, Will. Thank you. Did you get in okay? Yeah. Yeah, we made it in just fine. Thanks. I picked up the phone when you called. I know. I was pretty impressed by that. I for sure thought you'd sleep in. Well, I did. It's, I've only been up for about 10 minutes now, so I've got my cat in one hand, coffee in another, and uh, sweatpants are loose and hanging, you know? That's not all that's loose and hanging. What do you mean, Will? Take me to Flavortown. Just a joke. <laughs> Just a little Guy Fieri joke. Come on now. He hey, doesn't so, like Guy. Yeah. Hey, Guy. Well, he's the mayor of Flavortown. Come on. Uh, okay, so in this segment, most of our... Uh, P1s know it as uh, what to watch. Just, you know, letting everybody know, letting the public know what to uh, possibly stream on the TV or watch on the broadcast over the weekend. It is Memorial Day weekend. The weather is not shoring up to be too great, at least right now. So uh, maybe you have a suggestion for uh, people of something that you're streaming right now that they got to watch. Hey, although it's not a new show, it's a great family drama. Bloodline, three uh, seasons on Netflix. It's about the story of a family in Florida who uh, is caught in a web of lies and deceit. And uh, there's action, there's some comedy, and uh, it's got what's his name from uh, Friday Night Lights, who the, the coach guy. Oh yeah, the the coach guy with the black hair. Yeah, Mendel Ben Mendelson, is that right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great show. Um, now, did you ever watch Friday Night Lights, the show? Never did, no. I, I read the book, yeah. and I the show just seemed like a cheap ripoff to me. That's what I thought, too. But, you know, I've listened to a pop culture podcast before where people, like, rave about it. and they People say, love it. Yeah. I know. I know. And people who don't even have interest in football adore it. Yeah. I, I think it's a human interest thing. You know, and I'll tell you what, who else is on that show is um, is Raina from Nashville. Ooh. Now, if you've got a couple of days to spare, Nashville, we're going to take them back. That's a program to watch. Nashville goes hard? It does. See, the other thing with the uh, Friday Night Lights show uh, compared to the movie itself I, I think it kind of ruins it if you watch the movie first because they got some real S in that movie where, like, you, you remember the scene where uh, one of the players is uh, having relations with his girlfriend and his dad is just sitting on the couch watching him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, well, yeah. I mean, you go from that to, like, a community-focused television show. It doesn't translate well. Well, and, you know, Billy Bob Thornton as your head coach is a far different experience than Ben Mendelsohn. Like, <laughs> yeah, having uh, Billy like, Bob Thornton. The guy who plays Bad Santa versus the guy who's, like, your friendly neighborhood dad. Like, not, yeah. The guy who uh, famously got out of a limo with Angelina Jolie and said we were. Uh, we having were, relations. Yeah, we were screwing around in there. At a red carpet <laughs> event. <laughs> exactly. He's a dirty man. Will, what are you watching? 
What am I watching, man? You know what? We started streaming uh, last night. Streaming again was Mad Men. Uh huh. I've been getting back into my Mad Men kick, and yep. I, you know, there's so much of that show that the first time I was so focused on just Don Draper, and um, you know his exploits that like now when I rewatch it, I pay more attention to Peggy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And the fact that, like, she has slighted so much throughout the entire, like, first couple of seasons of the show until, like, he gets a five or six or something. Yeah, you know, I dropped a Mad Men joke yesterday. Um, as some of your listeners may or may not know, I'm preparing to get married here in two months for a COVID wedding, and we were picking out the floral. Thank you. Thank you. That's the listeners. We were, we were picking out the floral arrangements and um, the group of women who were in charge of the uh, floral organizing said, now, gosh, we, we did his wedding and I'm trying to, now who? And I said, uh, oh, was it Pat McGroin? <laughs> <laughs> and they looked at me like, no, no, we've never done Pat McGroin's wedding. <laughs> and... I, I know the reference is lost on them, but that's one of my favorite jokes from Mad Men for some reason. I love how they just uh, just went right with it. Uh, no, no, Pat, Pat's not been a customer. No, I don't. I'm not aware of a Pat. <laughs> a customer. Thank that, you. That's a hard joke to pull off in a room full of women that are negotiating about flowers. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> That one that you would want to have. Uh, oh, the other show. I don't know if uh, Laurel, your uh, your soon to be uh, your fiance and soon to be wife, is into the Great Bit uh, British Bake Off. No, what's going on with the Great British Bake Off? Well, Megan watches it constantly. Like she says, uh-huh. it relaxes her, and I don't understand why she's so tense. I mean, she lives with me. Couldn't imagine. <laughs> I told them. Um, that. We, we really relived the story about me uh, on the show today about uh, getting pissed at the old guy at the grocery store about ice cream. Oh, you! Oh, that was one of your best of. That that was on the best of, yeah. Okay. Um, how about upload? Now, upload something I'd be interested in watching. My in-laws told me about upload. They thought it would be good. So I don't know. That music in the background. Oh, that means that the show's ending. <laughs> All right, man. What's on tap this weekend? What's on tap? Well, no, it's what to watch. Oh, all right. Oh. All right, man. My bad. Have a great weekend. Okay, you too. Love you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Love you. All right, that was our best of edition of Sinner and Saints. Thanks, Andy, for coming on and giving us some suggestions. Hopefully, Luke will be back next week for Will Darkens. Luke Anderson. Bye-bye. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.